0: It's September 16th, there's still two weeks left of baseball and we got some wild card races to iron out, let's talk baseball. What's going on everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Talking Baseball. My name is John Boy. I got my co-host... No? That was a lie. My name's not John Boy? No. Oh. I got my co-host Jake next to me. And we're gonna talk some baseball. How you doing, Jake? Thought it was Jimmy for all these years. I'm good, man. I'm I mean, good. That's I'm a in... lie. It's James. If you want to play that game, I do.
1: Thank you. I want to keep each other in check this episode. I'm in the John Boy lair. Uh, we got the Patreon people live. I kind of got the nah, John it looks Boy. Like I fucked it up. I got the John Boy parrot seat going. I'm I'm kind of over the shoulder, but um, I'm excited, man. We got a big thing going on today um in the baseball world we're gonna we're gonna meet a couple guys it's whatever don't even worry about that um
0: but i'm good man we're uh, a big day big weekend big big weekend you came out here and now we got a big week ahead of us we got some events we're doing hosting our own event at the stadium uh tomorrow that's really exciting today we're going to an event in the city to meet some cool people hopefully hopefully I think so. We could say the event, right? Sure.
1: We're we're going to uh, C.C. Sabathia is having a legacy C. gala tonight. Uh, should be a who's who's uh, a celebs, a lot of baseball players, a lot of pop culture people. I was looking at last year, DJ Khaled, if you're into that kind of thing. What question are you going to ask him if you see him? I'm just going to say we the best
0: and give him a hug. Not a bad strategy. Thank you. Cool. What are
1: you going to ask him?
0: I'll be the camera guy. I don't know a thing about him. Okay. What if we're both on the camera? Only thing I know about uh, DJ Khaled is uh, another one. Yeah. That's him, right? Nailed it. That's all I know. You got is it. Is he? Does he sing or does he make beats? Yeah. He's one of those guys.
1: <laughs> okay. He I makes don't... some noises. He uh, makes some beats. There's uh, some music. There's some words. That's
0: totally out of my Not realm.
1: classically... What you'd consider, I don't want to say music, because he's making
0: music, but not, like, songs. I'll just, I'll work the camera. You do that if he comes by. You work him, I'll work him. Cool. Because if I know another one, I'm sure that's all he ever gets, so I'm not even going to say that to him. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip that one. wait for the baseball players. Okay. Anyway, you want to go right into this, Jake? We got a, a lot of action. We're, like, two weeks away from the postseason season. We talked about this last week. For this show, for Talking Baseball, I am incredibly ready for the postseason. For the Yankees, I'm a little saddened by the season ending and my everyday games going away and nervous about the results. No nerves when I'm talking about the rest of the league. Just excitement. Uh, so, still got stuff to figure out, which is wild.
1: Yeah, I I feel like that emotion you're talking about of want, wanting to get to the postseason. I mean, we've got... Two weeks left or so, and I think from there, I I guess what we don't know is there's two and a half teams that we're going to be talking about for the next two weeks that will be completely irrelevant. Like, there's going to be one AL team that misses the playoffs. It's going to be either Cleveland or Tampa or Oakland.
0: I feel like Oakland's cementing themselves. They're, they're on a six-game winning streak. And
1: we, and we like that. But, I mean, we're, we're going to spend time on one of those teams, and they're going to not end up making the playoffs. Uh, the NL Central slash NL wild card, it's, it's who is it. And we just want to know the matchup. Like, how many times have you and I now, because it's so fun to think about, have wandered down the Washington Nationals hole and be like, yo, they got to throw Scherzer, right? We gotta throw And shirts. it's like <laughs> that conversation is a lot of fun, but we've had it three times and there's two weeks until that game. Yeah. So it's like, get a, get us home, baby.
0: All right, let's talk about what happened this weekend. We have the National League Report, which is brought to you by our friends over at the Roosevelt's shirts. Go grab one, Jake. Isn't that right over there? Roosevelt shirts. They make fun shirts, conversational starting shirts. You can't even go buy a carton of milk without someone saying, Hey, man, what's up with that shirt? Good luck with your milk. Good luck with your milk and cool shirt. And they're like, oh, don't talk to me. I'm buying milk. I'd rather not talk to a random person. I just mom. came
1: out here for milk. I, I have even headphones have I and glasses yeah. on. Why would you think I want to talk to you? Oh, because I've got swag
0: dripping on my swag bag. Should I say that to college? Yikes. That was, that was bad. Well, anyway, go to Roosevelt's dot com slash John Boy. They've curated a list of baseball shirts. They're fun. And you get 20% off your order, which we like to say, like, you put in that 20%, you see how much a discount is, and you're like, damn, that was a real one. Sometimes they're real, sometimes they're not. Go over to Roosevelt's dot com slash John Boy. Dare Mighty Things. Dare
1: Mighty Things.
0: Jake, can you give me the National League report? I'd love to. James, at the top of the National
1: League, the Atlanta Braves hold the Nationals to one run in the first two games combined of this series, including Soroka. Hey, pass to Soroka. He outduels Scherzer in game one. Nats won the final game of the three-game set. Braves, it's just what they do. The New York Metropolitans hosted... The two-time defending NL champs, the Dodgers, the Doyers, LAD takes game one. Mets win an incredible DeGrom-Ryu game behind a Rajay Davis pride of CT. Base is clearing double, and the Mets have the lead on Sunday Night Baseball, and the pen can't hold it. Dodgers take two out of three at City. Phillies interleagued. You'll hear Jom talk about them and the Miami Marlins lost. Two out of three to Los Hibido Gigantes. The two games the Giants won, they scored a total of three runs. In the Central, the leading Cardinals hosted the Yelichless Brewers. Cards win game one 10 0. Oh, wow. But then they lose the final two games, including the final game, a Ryan Braun Grand Slam in the top of the ninth Sunday to give the Brewers the lead. Council and the Brew Crew scratching and clawing that's all they do. The Baby Bears. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on Bears Broncos yet. But this is a baseball podcast. The Cubbies sweep the Pirates. They score 14-plus runs in all three games. Come on, the Pirates. Do a little better, but good for the Cubbies. The Cincinnati Reds take two out of three in the desert. A lot of impressive pitching performances in this set, including Trevor Bowers best outing as a Red. The Snakes seem like the shovel is about to chop their head off. And those D-backs play in the West, John, where you know the Dodgers already clinched and they took down the Mets. San Fran beat the Marlins without scoring, and the D-backs might be the deadbacks. My Colorado Rockies hosted and swept, not got swept. The Rockies swept the San Diego Fathers. Rockies push across double-digit runs in all three games. Course field, baby. And that is your NL Report.
0: Good stuff, Jake. A lot happened, huh? Thanks, how about, James. How about those Dodgers? What the hell was that about? Um, I mean, they've already
1: clinched the division. So, you know. I he, meant Cubs. Okay. Like, how about those Cubs? All right. What the well, hell let's talk. About? I was going to say. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Dodgers, yeah. Mets played some yeah, good I baseball.
0: Meant, <laughs> no, yeah, that was, that's good. We'll talk about that. But like, We will talk about the that. The Cubs went off. I'm trying to look at who the pitchers were for the Pirates. Look at this. Look at the lines for the Pirates. Yeah. Steven... Brault. steven Brault, his line is 2.2 innings pitched eight hits 10 earned runs yeah three walks Not jesus good. christ and then the next game it is who is this simply marvelous james marvel james marvel four innings pitched, so he made it longer nine yeah. hits seven earned runs and then in game three trevor williams 2.1 Seven earned runs. Yeah, Pittsburgh. So,
1: what the fuck? That's a that's a bad look for the Pirates starting pitching. I saw someone in the chat, and again, we we've got our uh, our Patreon talking baseball chat going, where people join us live. They said it was the the most runs the Cubs had scored in a three game set since 1897. Yeah. Were you at that series?
0: No, I no, I missed that one. I was fishing, but. The Cubs. Can I look at the Cubs pitching? Because like Quintana couldn't get out of the second inning. You can inning. look at the Cubs pitching. Because like you, so, the offense is there, but the offense was so there that Kyle Hendricks had a good inning or a good outing. Okay, Quintana did not.
1: Yeah, and, can,
0: you'll hear about Quintana's name later. And Lester did not. So the Cubs, I'd still be a little nervous.
1: Yeah, three earned run, unearned runs there for Leicester. Um, still not a good start. I didn't even
0: see that. I just saw the 5-4 y- and 11 hits, and that's yeah. not good. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it's it's the Pirates. The, they've been, since the All-Star break, the Pirates have been one of the worst teams in baseball. Um, but the Cubbies hold their serve. That's what you got to do. I mean, we've... We've seen a lot of series where health is obviously the priority the rest of the way. So you're going to have some punt days or you're going to see games the rest of the way where you see relievers, lesser relievers coming in situations. They have <laughs> no right being in if it was the middle of the season, but because rest and health is the priority, you're going to see some pitchers out there, uh, giving up moon balls and tight games. I know we've seen it with our Yankees, um, but uh yeah, the the cubbies hold their serve, and that's that's what I was getting at. I mean, if they had won two out of three, we'd say, hey, you would have liked the sweep, but you got two out of three. They got the
0: sweep. Good for the Cubs. They are now two games back in the central. That's still a possibility for them. Oh yeah. And I, I think they finish up with a Cardinals series. Uh, they might have two. I'll I'll get that Cubs schedule going again. Man. I'd be cool if that becomes in play. In my brain, the Central was going to the Cardinals, but the Cardinals, who did, what did the Cardinals do? Jim,
1: Cubs-Cardinals have seven games left. <laughs> Central- seven? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, we, I, I think I did the schedule a little bit last week, but yeah, they're, um, they've got a four-gamer this weekend, and then they finish the season with a three-gamer. Holy so, shit, yeah. that's awesome. So basically, Central's happening.
0: I hate to break it to you Cardinals fans, but... Right now, you guys are tied.
1: This is, this is what I was telling you when you were, you were lost in the wild card, and I was like, no, let's bring that NL Central back into play. It's but I didn't there. realize
0: there were seven games between the two places. Yeah. So that means if you're a Cubs fan, I mean, you're, you're tied. With seven games left, a two-game lead is basically a tie. It means nothing. It holds no weight. Uh, it holds a little weight. Nah. <laughs> it holds nah. a little the weight. Cubs the Cubs team, it holds a little weight. You got to beat the Cubs. <laughs> Would you rather be two games up or two games down? I straight up doesn't matter. Cubs have seven games to do what they need to do. And they can not only can they take the lead, they can take not only can they like even it up, they can take a huge lead. So the destiny is in those seven games. Nothing to do with the lead already there. I will take the two game lead. That's Cubs. If you're a Cubs fan, you should be cocky. Just just got to win those five of those seven games. And you're there. Because the last three are at the end of the season, that last that last series is going to be fantastic. Last series is in St. Louis, FYI. It's going to be great. They got to really match up their pitchers for that. Ah, it's going to be so much fun. All right, I'm excited about that. The Nationals lose a little in their wild card lead. They were like four games up as the top wild card spot, and now the Cubs are only two games behind them. And the like, if the Cubs and the Cardinals are doing something, and one of them falls, the Nationals may be scared about home field advantage. Yeah, and that's a game and a half back. It'll be interesting how that Central uh,
1: sorts out. I mean, you mentioned the Cubbies. I mean, Milwaukee's one game back of them. Uh, the Cubbies, Cardinals. You you obviously went down the make your own destiny path there, but Milwaukee is still right there. And uh, yeah, man, depending how these teams finish you could have a team leading the central that gets like out of the playoffs in two games um so yeah i mean pr- and i guess this is kind of what i was open with like there's there are going to be there's officially going to be two teams with severe heartbreak it's going to be one team missing it from the national league there's going to be two good teams that miss the playoffs in baseball one from the NL one from the AL which i think is
0: kind of the goal <laughs> yeah well yeah, yeah. You well, I think the goal is to have more than that, but so many teams right. are tanking. Milwaukee, dude, they are they going to do? They're going to make noise without Yelich. I still think it's not worthwhile. Jim, they're nine
1: and one with their last ten, and you're looking at the schedule right now. Name those teams.
0: Yeah, I know they got Padres, Pittsburgh Reds, Rockies. If
1: I'm a Brewers fan, I'm peacocking more than a Cubs fan right now.
0: Yeah, but I don't think the Brewers can do anything in the postseason. So that's where I that's where I see this and I'm like, damn, the Brewers are going to make the playoffs? You just got to get in the dance. Yeah, but I'd rather a team that I think can put up a good fight. A lot of heart right now in Milwaukee. You know what? If Milwaukee, I'll be rooting for them once they're in because I think they're kind of an underdog. Yeah, exactly.
1: No Yelly. They're just scrapping and clawing. Brian Braun's pretending like Yelich is dead.
0: I heard a rumor that if they win... Uh, the World Series or make it to the NLCS without Yelich, they're thinking about just straight up cutting him, releasing him. releasing him. Yeah, <laughs> where'd you hear that? And it, they just have a stamp that say "not needed" and they stamp. Can you it. reveal your sources? I can't. Who would reveal their source? Okay, I just
1: we know you're a well connected man. Yeah, it just was uh, like sneeze the source, so like we can.
0: <laughs> At Brewers one two three four five six seven eight nine on Twitter.
1: Wow, they DM'd
0: me insider (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that good stuff uh anything else you want from here i mean the reds took two out of three from the diamondbacks they're dead right uh d-backs got killed Um, and
1: phillies got killed too phillies are out phillies are officially dead are you gonna give the mets any life we we said the Dodgers series I said they just had to get one cuz they have a crazy easy schedule the rest of the way but like what looking at the Brewers schedule they've got a crazy easy schedule the rest so of the way
0: so that's why I'm um, I would be more excited w- for the Mets to go into the playoffs than the Brewers because more arm talent more arm talent and east coast bias that like I just naturally have from right. being an east coast guy uh I went to one Brewers game once. Sure. They were doing the play-by-play in the game. Like, I was sitting in my seats, and I was listening to the radio guy. It was a, some special occasion. I've, I've reached out to Brewers fans. was like, no, that doesn't happen, but I, I think I remember that. And it was terrible. It's like, I'm watching the game. I don't need God telling me what's happening. Right. Like, he takes a lead off first. He's not the fastest. You know, over the loudspeaker? Over the loudspeaker in the whole arena. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. It was brutal. And it was my first time ever in an indoor; they had the roof closed, mm. and I was like, "This experience sucks."
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to redeem that because that that doesn't sound right.
0: No, no, I know. I no, I, I, reached, right. I was like, "Do they always do that?" And they said, "No, no, no. It was a special occasion. It was like anniversary of the radio guy or some shit gotcha. like that." Um, but me and my dad were like, "What the hell's going on?" Yeah, that's a tough one game to go to. Yeah, I was living in Wisconsin, so we like just popped right up. I was living in Illinois. Right. So we popped up. To I was
1: Wisconsin. gonna say, if you have a Wisconsin chapter that you haven't told me about until now, oh, I did some time
0: in the Dells. You'd love the Dells. I am the Dells. Wisconsin doesn't have any like fun parts. Whoa, yeah. Wisconsin doesn't have any shoreline or or like big lakes or you know. So they just created this place called the Dells, Brutal. and it's just full of water parks and go karting. It's like a. It's like a. A beach town, but right. they just smacked. They created them. a they beach created, town. They created like a beach town vibe. Gotcha. And it's the Dells, and everyone goes there. Tough
1: episode between you and Milwaukee. The stadium experience. You said you're not rooting for them to get into the playoffs, and then you said there's no fun in Wisconsin. But
0: I did say if they make the playoffs, I then, then you will, will root for them. As but so for the next hard. fourteen days, yeah, no dice. Well. F- Right now, in the Brewers' schedule, they are the favorite, right. and I'm going to root for all the underdogs. Right. But that's not true either. That's a lie. Right. Like, if you're, <laughs> if you're out of the playoffs, just fucking lose. Ooh. Let all the good teams just keep winning. When the Brewers are holding
1: that trophy, man, they are going to shove it in your face.
0: I mean, you'd put good money on the Brewers not winning the World Correct. Series. Correct. Yeah, okay. I mean, I
1: put pretty good money on every team not winning the World Series. Odds and stats, and that's the NL
0: Report. That's the NL Report. Moving on to the AL Report, which I did, and here we go. All right, we're going to open up with a series you do not care about. The Mariners took two of three from the White Sox, and the Red Sox had a two-game sweep over the Phillies. Don't care. Matters none. Moving on to the kind of matter, but kind of don't matter series. The Baby Jays took two games from the Yankees, one via walk-off Bo Bichette, first walk-off of his life The Astros went up north for some barbecue and some easy wins. They sweep the Royals, and they are now tied with the Yankees for home field advantage, same exact record. Moving on to the games that really matter. The A's swept the Rangers, Jake. They have now won six in a row. They overcome two poor starts from Bassett and Fires by scoring 100 runs, and the Rays... Could not complete the sweep against the Angels, who lost Mike Trout to seasoning ending injury. Glass now made another appearance. He looked pretty good, but he's still not stretched out at all. And Yarbrough got blown up at game three, dropping the Rays a game behind the A's for the top wild card spot. The Twins took two games from Cleveland in the same day, a doubleheader, and they are kind of both heartbreaking losses for the Indians, but they did win the third game, which keeps them close in the wild card. Good job. And now the biggest series of the weekend, the battle for the worst team in all of baseball, the Orioles and the Tigers squared off, and the Orioles cemented their place, cemented their spot as second worst team by taking two of three from the Tigers, but since the Tigers did win one game, both of those teams now have 100 plus losses. That's your AO report. Was that all teams, or are we just
1: killing some teams now?
0: It's all teams. One, no two. No Sox? I did them. Thanks for listening. Where are they? Red Sox had two games sweep over the Phillies. No one cares. Oh, I'm not seeing it on here. Right here.
1: Oh, they're not bolded. Okay, my yeah. bad. I like your bold thing. Nice. You're a bold guy.
0: Thank you. Uh, yeah, man. So there's a lot of stuff that doesn't really matter. Like the Yankees and Astros are playing for home field advantage. They're tied right now. Both teams have admitted that they they value rest and health. Yes. Like Hinch came out and said it. Like rest and health is top priority. Boone said it. So it's cool that they both have the same strategy, and we'll see where it lands. But the wild card race is getting fun. The A's are on a tear. It's a little bit like I was saying with the Cubs, where like you want to be firing on all cylinders eventually. And right now, the A's offense is going crazy. But they had two really bad pitching outings. Like Fires couldn't get out of the first or second again, and Bassett got crushed. And uh, it's good get the wins. So you, does this help your Mark Fires as
1: tipping his pitches, or hurt your Mark Fires as tipping? Tip we'll his get pitches? to Mark Fires okay. or Mike Fires later. Well, I want to talk about Mark, his his father. Oh, bad guy!
0: What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He well, he does. He doesn't keep any of his receipts. Do you? Well, no, that's a little different. Oh, like okay. because Mark Fires burns the receipt right in front of the cashier.
1: Yeah, I, I mentioned the relief pitching before. Jimmy mentioned the Yankees and the Astros getting healthy. The walk-off was against Tyler Lyons. Why um, are you
0: always lying? And
1: don't get me wrong, he's an okay state guy. Go pokes, but he's not a part of the Yankees team at all, really. Um, they, I think he got him from Pittsburgh. They didn't want him, and the Yankees are just like, hey, if this dude can throw bullets and keep our guys healthy, we'll use him. Um so, yeah, we're, again, that's what we're talking about. We're at that point of the season. The A's, man, I, I know you said they had the bad starts, but they're, they're chugging six in a row. Six in a row now, yeah. A's are tough,
0: man. They got but, the,
1: they called up a few of the young
0: prospects. They're going crazy. A's are mean. But look, Listen to all the runs they score, man. Like, look at their last stretch of runs 21, 5, 3, but then 14, 8, 6. Um, They've had three games this month with double-digit – or four games this month with double-digit runs. If I could do math, I'd add all this up and then divide it by it. Right. But I'm not a math guy. Not a math guy. So, um, yeah. A- A's are rolling pretty good. Um,
1: I-, I think we saw a lot of runs scored this weekend, but it was kind of wild. There wasn't a bunch of – like, there wasn't like a three-homer, eight-RBI game. We'll talk about that in standout performances a little bit. Um, but a lot of teams push runs across. And I mean the main story – uh, in the American League, like you said, is the Orioles? No, guys, it's not. Um, it was the Indians, Indians bit. Twins. Um, I, I know you were you were juiced up for that. Um, when Cleveland's right, they're a super fun team, and we just keep thinking the Twinkies are gonna slip up, and I, I think they've hit the point where it's like, no. I mean they they deserve a little more respect than they've
0: been getting. Well, they bullpen the first game of the doubleheader against Clevenger, who yeah. went eight innings pitch, two earned runs, 10 strikeouts. Like, Clevenger had a really good start, but gets the loss because the Twins bullpenned against them, and every pitcher they threw allowed one hit, no earned runs. Smeltzer, Littell, Duffy, Romo, Rogers.
1: I mean, show, show that box score to Yankees fans. <laughs> Like, because that's, that's the Yankees' plan in the playoff. That's going to be a couple teams' plans in the playoff is just bullpen the hell out of it. So, yeah, Mikey Clevenger, if you have your eight-inning pitch to earn run, that's good. Twins' bullpen went nine
0: no-earned runs. Yeah, well, then the fucking... The Indians tried to bullpen game two of the doubleheader, and they made the fatal mistake of starting Tyler Clippard, who's been in the league way too long. He can't handle that. He gives up two earned runs right away. Hunter Wood, the pirate, comes out, and then yeah. they go to Cookie in a role that he's not used to. Can't have these veterans bullpenning. If you want a bullpen, it needs to be a, you know, is a new person that's coming up the ranks. Tyler Clippard and Cookie Carrasco have been in the league for a decade. Yeah. You think they're going to go out there and just like, yeah, I'll do this? I'm well, not a creature of habit at all.
1: Yeah, I mean, Carrasco, he's still working back from um his cancer and stuff clippard i fully agree with you um clippard you can't have him be an actual opener opener throw like weird adam simber out there like that's as frustrating as it can get and jim this game uh, cleveland also had the the lead in this game uh lewis thorpe got knocked around pretty good for the twinkies but uh miguel sano had the big grand salami uh, and the Twins fought in Cleveland, which uh, you know we've we've given a lot of teams credit for being able to scrap and claw at scrap and claw at the right time. Um, and the Twins did. The Twins did again. If they if they faltered this series, we would be banging the table talking about the AL Central like the NL Central. And the
0: Twins took care of business. Big home runs by Sano. but our dude Broodstar Star Greaterall got the win. In game two,
1: Brewstar hits triple digits. By the way, I'm a huge Brewstar star all guy.
0: Jake, game three, and I said this in the notes. Right. If if Cleveland gets swept by the Twins, they're kind of they're out of the division for sure, and they're kind of like a, a jump away from where they would like to be in the wild card. Like they could be two and a half games with six or whatever ten to play. Right. But they win game three on a good performance by the Beebs, I think. Oh, actually, not that great of a performance by the Beebs, but they win it, and that keeps them in play for the wild card, which is they're only one game behind the Rays right now. Yeah, so.
1: and that's um, I, it's it's got to be an interesting feeling in the Cleveland clubhouse right now because they came into this weekend saying like, "Hey, we're at home hosting the Twins. Let's get back in this AL Central and win it like we're supposed to." Uh and then you, you come off the twins twins shove a little bit and now you are you are fighting for the wild card. You're a game and a half out. Uh you're you're gonna need a little help and you gotta play good baseball.
0: Yeah. Damn the Rays, dude. Blake Snell returns today, I believe. Snellogram. And Glass now pitched again. I can't, dude, they're like really going slow with him, I think. Cause he only threw fifty pitches. So he's only got three innings pitched, but, I mean, maybe it's the same thing the Yankees are going to try and get out of, like, Severino. Just need a Swiss Army guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they even want to start him. I think they just want to use him as, a, like, a three-inning weapon out of the bullpen. That'd be cool. Charlie, Charlie Morton had a... It's weapon
0: season. Wow. Damn. Where is this glass now? What is this
1: glass now?
0: Glass now. Yeah. You think Snell's going to come back and be good? Because that's like a game changer. Oh, uh,
1: there's a chance. I think so, because they're only going to ask so much of them.
0: Yeah, so Glass now threw 41 pitches for the Rays in his return, which was two innings, and then he threw 51. So it's just a slight increase, which so, which makes sense. He'll go 61, next one. Yeah, 61. Good rules movie. Rules rules. Thanks, Billy Crystal. Thanks, Will. I want the Indians to overtake the Rays. You don't want that.
1: I don't think it's gonna happen. Um, it it'd be tough to picture the Rays slipping up at this point. Like you mentioned, they got guys coming back, um, and Cleveland just hasn't been the same team without Ramirez. It's uh, it's tough, but that's uh, that's kind of baseball. And but you it, saw
0: Puig having fun,
1: and I love Puig having fun. A good slap in the ass from Clevenger that'll always get me going. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. It's it's tough to believe in Cleveland right now. Um. What's uh, you know who Cleveland's got coming up at all? I don't know, but they're only a game out. Game and a half, right? Uh, the game in the loss column. They've got the Tigers coming up. That yep. is good. Yeah. Um, and then they've got they've got that Philly series. That'll be that'll be odd. And then they finish with the Nationals. So they go who? So, so they go Tigers. So you got to sweep. Yeah. You have to sweep. No two out of three. They host the Phillies. Yeah, they'll so sweep the Phillies. got to win that series. The Phillies are out
0: of it, and they're very sad. They're getting ejected. They're yelling. They're yeah, crying. They're out.
1: I, I don't know. I think I think they've got some pride. I don't think they're going to go full collapse. I think they still want to hit. Um, White Sox, you go to the White Sox. You need to take care of business there. And then they go to the Nationals to end the season. So
0: Nationals are putting their rotation in order for the wild card game. Right, but that still might line up for
1: Friday, I think. So they still might get Scherzer. I mean, they still might get really good guys from the Nationals. So,
0: I'm trying to think of how the Yankees have done it the last two years. You line up your wild card pitcher so he pitches, you know, on regular rest. Right. And usually that's the, th- the the third to last game of the season, what you have. Right. So, they might get Scherzer, and then the next two games they get complete, like, scrap. Well, they might
1: get, like, Corbin and them just to throw, like, 60 pitches and get them out of there. Yeah. So, It'll be interesting. It, like that last, that, the last two games may mean absolutely nothing to Washington. Yeah. And they could mean the world to
0: Cleveland. So that is interesting. Go, Cleveland, go.
1: Go, Cleveland, go, Cleveland,
0: go. I am not trying to watch a playoff game in the trop. Trop. Get I'd, Trop with it. I'd rather.
1: You might have to watch a World Series game in the trop. When? This year.
0: Last no season, baby. Nah, Blake Snell, our best friend's coming back, but nah. Rays have a two gamer
1: against the Doyers. Interested to see what that looks like. Um, they've got
0: four against is the. Is that Sox. coming up? Is that coming up right now? Yeah. So they're going to get that Catterday loser and, um, like what's his name? The other one with an uh, with an R, Sterling. Ross Stripling. Ross Stripling and they'll probably get Catterday, dude, right? Yeah, I think so. So that's pretty good for the Rays. It's that's not- good
1: for them. Then they host the Red Sox for four. It's death season in Red Sox land. Two gamer against the Yankees. Yanks just trying to be healthy, and then they finish with three against the Jays. So um could be fun. It's only one game difference, so I'm
0: rooting for Cleveland. NL Central is where the action's at. Blake Snell versus Ross Stripling. And then Brendan McKay versus Tony Gonsolin. Gonsolin, that's the cat guy. My guy, that's crazy. I don't think I've ever been. I don't think I've ever been in tune enough with the MLB to know who the starters are for another team. Look at that, proud of you. And then Blake Snell versus uh, Two Way McKay. Those are kind of fun games. Go Dodgers, go! Wow. I mean, I said I'd, I'm not rooting for the race. Yeah. So I want the Dodgers to win. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. All right, moving on up to our standout performances.
1: That works. Jimmy, James, John Boy, all three of your
0: names. I was told that John Boy wasn't my name and Jimmy was, and James. I don't know. You got me all confused. It's a lot
1: of shades of gray this episode, Jim. Speaking of shades of gray, the standout performances this week. You and I, and I, I think it's been a it's been a fun part of this show, Jim, that you and I have looked at the standout performances each week, and we've kind of walked away thinking the same things. Like there's either been two guys that it's like, yo, we got to get these dudes. Or it's been kind of like, whoa, this was such a pitcher's weekend? Check out these guys. Or we've seen some crazy hitter's weekend. Jim, this one was odd because there was a ton of hitting around the MLB, but not a bunch of crazy standout performances. So I'm, I'm not going to say you and I both copped out, but we both got... We to get creative. We, yeah, we got a little creative with our standout performances. Jim, I went a power-hitting third baseman route with my standout... Performances um and calm down Cubs fans. You'll hear about Bryant later. But Jim Miguel Sano and Eugenio Suarez are guy. Eugenio Sano uh, for the Twinkies, Suarez for Cincinnati. Jim, Miguel Sano, he had a hit in all three games in the big series. We like that. I like that. Spread it out. Two homers. He's a power hitter. We like that. Yep. And the one was a game-winning grand slam. And, Jim, he is putting together a nice little season. Now, he got hurt for a little bit. 241, 341 on base, 897 OPS, which is okay. Pretty good. Jim, his per 162 averages, or uh, he's lined up to start 152 games. Or if he did, he'd be on a 50-homer place pace, 80-plus extra base hits. And, Jim, the biggest thing, I mean, Miguel Sano is a classic baseball story. The guy was a huge prospect. He was an all-star two years ago. He had a miserable last year. He hit 199 with a 697 OPS, and if you remember, they sent him down to, like, high A because he was, he was like, friends with the hitting coach down there. And it was literally a classic case of, like, you're broken. <laughs> yeah. um, and the twins were looking for anything, and now he is a mean right-handed power threat in the middle of that lineup and he had a slow start to this season too so he's been he's he's got an ops in the nine since the start of july and jim it felt rude leaving out eugenio suarez for cincinnati jim he had a two homer game against the snakes he outscored the diamondbacks in that game and by the way he's leading the national league in home runs with 47 he's got a good chance for a 50 burger on the map um I mean, shout out to him. He might be one of the best players you don't know about in baseball, uh, so he he deserved to get some love.
0: Not bad. A lot of third baseman. A lot of power hitting third baseman. Jake's one of Jake's favorite positions on the field. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So I have a, a similar standout performance, and I just went straight up with the pitchers and the starting pitchers for the Mets Dodgers series. Yes. So in Game One it was Syndergaard versus Kershaw, in Game Two it was DeGrom versus Ryu, and in Game Three it was Wheeler versus Bueller. Wheeler Bueller. Would you rather be named Wheeler Bueller or Walker Bueller? I think Walker. Wheeler's. Wheeler's kind of fun. Wheeler's huh. a little fun. we will call you Wheels. Wheels. Ooh, Wheels is good. Yeah, it has got to. Because you don't want to be walks. Yeah, I think Wheels kind of take it for me now that I have that nickname.
1: Wheels, Bules, that doesn't work. Yeah, it's it's a conversation. Okay.
0: Uh, we watched a little bit. We watched a lot of the second game. So the pitching lines from this game. So it's all hyped up. Like, wow, this is crazy. Right. Look at these matchups. And then they kind of came to. They, like, fit the bill. Uh, Ryu went seven innings pitch, two hits. Zero earned runs. Kershaw, six point one innings pitch, four hits, two earned runs. Bueller, only five innings pitch, but only two earned runs, only two hits. DeGrom, seven innings pitched, three hits. Wheeler, seven innings pitch, one earned run. Noah has the worst. Syndergaard went five innings pitched five hits, four and runs, and there's some drama with his personal catcher. But these games were good. Yeah. These games were good games. Bullpen's were in tight spots all three games, and that's uh that's how you know it's good baseball. Game two, you and I watched, and we were doing a live stream on YouTube channel, was really good. DeGrom and um, Ryu put on a show. I mean, it was tied after seven and a half innings, and then Rajay Davis comes through with the big hit. Pride of Connecticut. But, I mean, look at this, Jake. Seven innings pitch for Ryu, two hits, zero earned runs. Seven innings pitch for DeGrom, three hits, zero earned runs. Um, one. Really good for Dodgers fans because Ryu and Kershaw had been trending downwards slightly. Well, Ryu kind of was jarring. Yeah. And they get good outings out of those. But this was – it was Sunday Night Baseball, so it's my standout performance because it they put on a really good show for the national audience and any new listener or new, like, follower of baseball.
1: I like it, Jim. And, yeah, R- Ryu deGrom, I mean, is was as good as it gets. And I think this is kind of a weird thing that maybe people wouldn't expect, but – DeGrom finished with eight strikeouts. Ryu with six. Both teams were putting together good at-bats. Like, these guys had to pitch a little bit. It wasn't just like, oh, Jacob DeGrom had his A++ stuff. He finished with 12 strikeouts. Like, no. Like, every at-bat was there. The pitchers were giving each other good at-bats because they had to. Yeah. <laughs> like, they they needed to to either try to get them out of the game or spark their own team. So, that uh that really was special.
0: Yeah. Want well, to know some people that – weren't special slump watch trump watch jake you did slump watch today
1: i was gonna say when you said people that didn't do something special i feel like there was a lot of eyes on me already yeah but there's so many names on here there's a ton of names jim because i but that's good news because that means a lot of guys got off slump watch jim We'll start with Ryu. You just mentioned him. He's been on Slump Watch. He had a couple gnarly starts there, and I'll give you kudos because this is – you said it before me. We both thought it, but with the Dodgers, these guys can turn it on instantly. Yeah. Ryu had a good start. (laughs) You shouldn't be worried about him at all. He's off. Jim, the next guy – this one's kind of a coin flip, but I think I know where you're going to land. Ben Intendi for the Red Sox. He only started one game in the Philly series, interleague play. He went two for four. He had a hit-by-pitch, a sack fly, two runs, and RBI. I mean, it's good. I don't know if it's get-off slump watch, but it's kind of board watch with the Red Sox. Just just waving them away. See you, Benny. Congrats, kind of. Um, Jim, my guy, Eddie Rosario for the Twins. Uh, He went 0 for game one, kept that slump watch going, but the next two games, four for eight, Three home runs, and if you remember, an important part of Eddie Rosario is his season is teetering on a lot of fun numbers right now. His average is up to 275, so that's good for Eddie. His slugging is sitting at 500, so he could go right below that or right above, which 500 is a big slugging number, and his OPS is at 799. So Eddie Rosario, these last, these last 11 games for him or whatever it is, are going to make his season look he's a lot right on different. The, he's
0: right on the fence. <laughs> right like god damn 275 batting average 500 slugging 799 ops now now let me just change that slightly 278 batting average 515 I, slugging 810 ops i
1: was gonna up it just a little bit more 280 batting average 510 and an 810 ops you're like yeah that guy's a really solid that guy, ball that's player. a great year if he turns it down and he goes 269 nice a uh, four eighty nine slugging and a seven eighty five OPS. You are like, yeah, he's, he's uh, solid, average player, he's average. So that's like Damn. Eddie. Like you got a lot. When you see the bad pitchers out there this next few weeks, Eddie, you need to clean up.
0: Hey, he does. That's funny, but He's off slump watch though. He like works
1: that. his way off, Jim. This has turned into its own segment and he stays on slump watch, so Aristides Aquino for the Reds. He goes Alastides. He goes two for eleven. No extra base hits. He got stolen base. We like that. Um we wanna watch him anyway, so I mean he stays kind of no matter what at this yeah, point. Yeah, but
0: we're running into figuring him out watch.
1: Right. This this is gonna be a big series for
0: Aristides. Aristides.
1: Jim, so now we have the the secondary list that you threw on there last week. Malik Smith, he goes four for ten for Seattle. Two walks, two RBIs, three swipes. Clean off. Good job, Malik. He good, had a good series. Good job, Malik. Jim, Travis Shaw, he only got two pinch hit at bats. One walk, one strikeout, or two plate appearances. It, it, you know it's what it, bad it's, watch.
0: It, it's like this was a wasted season and yeah. no one cares anymore at all, Travis Shaw. Like
1: the tra- I, I would say on February 13th, you're going to read the Travis Shaw... Got together with his old high school coach, and they figured out his swing this offseason article. Watch out for that. Okay. Um, Jim, young, thick, Austin Riley, yeah boy. Um, your representative on my Braves. Jim, Austin Riley, and I think it's funny that Travis Shaw only had two pinch hit at bats because Austin Riley only had two pinch hit at bats, but he went two for two, <laughs> and he had a two-RBI double. Twos are wild for Austin, I think that's that's how you get off slump watch. Uh,
0: that's pretty cool. Pinch hitting is really hard to do. Good
1: job, young, thick Austin Riley. And then back to my Braves. Danzy, Dansby Swanson, Vandy Doors. He goes two for eight. That's med, Jim. But he had five walks. <laughs> he had,
0: oh, he's still on.
1: He had five walks. A 500 on base. Jim, he got on base in all five plate
0: appearances in the second game. Yeah. You're keeping him? Yeah, dude. His slump wasn't like okay. he had three bad games. Okay. He was like a month of bad at bats post il that's tough for dansby but i love that you keep them to that standard coming i mean five walks i mean that's not the pitchers suck who who, who who are they facing the nationals the big
1: series man i gotta look into this a little okay jim's gonna start researching that i'll continue austin hedges your catcher for the san diego padres hot boy Total hot boy. Hot boy of summer. He goes two for five with a homer and three walks. And for Austin Hedges, that's a very big series. So he's gone. Um Jim, I'll start introducing the new guys who's new in town. Jim, Pistol Pete Alonzo. I went big sea fishing this week.
0: Okay.
1: Pete Alonzo, he's 0 for his last 20, Jim. What? Yeah. So that's how you get on slump watch. Um pete Alonso for the mets if you don't know come on your mets fans are now disappointed you gotta know pete jim another one of your favorites yadier molina for the st louis cardinals their catcher he's won for his last 17 another another big fish in the boat not good max muncie your guy second base first base all over for the dodgers he's one for his last 18 i will say this he has five walks in his last, I think it's six games, something like that. So he's got a fun stat line, Jim. 056 batting average, 320 on base, not bad, 376 OPS. So literally all Max Muncy has done for a week is walk. Change, change your name to Walker Bueller. I got... Okay,
0: update on Dansby Swanson. The first walk was an intentional walk because the pitcher was behind him. That, that does count. not benefit still him. Still got four more coming. Um... The next dude, uh, his name is Wander Suaro. He walked McCann and then walked uh, Swansby Swans and then got pulled. So, bad pitcher. And the next that's walk. a 1-1 game. Suaro's pretty good. The next pitch, okay. The next pitcher was is a 3-2 count, so that's good, too. The next was a 3-1 walk from Eric Fetty. Lead-off walks. We like that. Um, so that's a mixed bag. It's not enough. Mixed bag. We're not feeling great about it. And then in the next game, and the Braves won 10-1. to In the next game, let's see. I think it's the game before this we need. Before? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um.
1: He's staying on. He's staying on. Jim. Jim's not convinced in Dansby's walks, and that's fair. That's fair, Ben, f- before the pitcher. That's, that's NL baseball. Um,
0: yeah, you, you get the benefit of having dumb rules.
1: Strikeout by Scherzer. Hunter Strickland walked him. 4-0 game, okay. He stays. I mean, that's, yeah. that's all this is. You want to get off, you got to get off. Dansby, next week, maybe fight or flight. Jim, I got one more big fish as a hitter. Vlad Jr., He's three for his last twenty-two, no extra base hits. And Jim, he's kind of got a little bit of uh my guy Rosario going on. In the past week or so, Vlad Jr.'s OPS has gone from starting with an eight to it now starts with a seven. And his batting average went from starting two seven to now two six. Oh yeah. So Vlady's that's that magical threshold. vlady has got to tell you everyone always talks about those thresholds. Jim, and then i got to throw a couple hurlers on there. Jose Quintana for the Cubs. You mentioned him. Jim, in his last three, 10.1 innings pitched, 20 hits, 13 earned runs. That's good for an 11-32 ERA. And then, Jim, finally, our guy. You and I had a fun chat about him this weekend. Cal Quantrill for the Padres. Jim, it's August 20th. You're having a good rookie year. 13 games started. 81.1 81.1 innings pitched, a 3.22 ERA. Cal, you're part of the future of this Padres team, kid. Keep twirling it. Jim, he's had f- four starts since then. The first three, he gave up eight earned runs in each game. His last starting, uh, this last series, four earned runs in three innings. That adds up to 16.2 innings pitched. 28 earned runs, 34 hits. He's got a 15-12 ERA, Jim. When his ERA reminds you of Spanish conquistadors, you're doing bad things. He went from 3-2-2 ERA to 5-3-3 and four starts his rookie year. Brutal.
0: Yeah. I don't think his rookie year was that impressive beforehand. Uh, I mean, stats you're looking at right now are pretty good. No, I mean, they tried him out as a starter, and he was bad. So they dropped him into the bullpen. That helped his ERA a little bit. Then they brought him back to a starter, and he had a good stretch of seven starts. And that's really, this is where his good comes from. And now you tackle this on, and it's bad. It's a bad season for Cal Quantrill.
1: It's tough. That's uh, that's baseball Susan.
0: Yeah. I don't think at any point Cal Quantrill was thinking, I have a good rookie year going.
1: You don't think after 13 MLB starts with a 3-3-2 ERA, he didn't think I'm having a good rookie season?
0: Because he got demoted. He started off as a pitcher, got demoted, then worked his way back, and then... Yeah, the Padres were also, like, saving innings limits and stuff for these guys, too.
1: He's a young pitcher. I mean, I... I think you're reading too much into getting demoted. And by the way, shouldn't we be happy he got demoted, did well, and then came into the rotation and continued
0: to do well? That's the goal of everything. But now with
1: how bad he's doing. Oh, yeah.
0: He's got fucking rocked. (laughs) Yeah. So he's...
1: But uh, as of August 26, he was having a good rookie year, and now he's having a bad rookie year. He was drafted by the Yankees. Look at that. Said no. Went to Stanford... Yeah. One of those guys? Mm -hmm. He's from Palo Alto. Palo. Palo Alto.
0: Well, he's a Canadian. He He is? Went to school in Palo. High school. Or high school. Trinity College. Port Hope, Ontario. Yeah. Damn. He's a Canuck. Sounds like a Canadian name, too. So that's good. There you go. All right. Jim, could you show me... uh, Unlike Cal... Let's talk about some dirt nasties on Fuego. That means I'm on
1: fire, baby. Like Waco.
0: Chris Davis is on Fuego. Okay, with the K. But, wait. I don't think these are Chris Davis's stats. Okay. This is um, Bryant. Chris Bryant. Yeah, I wrote the wrong last also name. Also with a K. Yes. The Cubs are on fire because they ran into the worst starting pitching ever in Pittsburgh. Right. And all the Cubs fans kept tweeting at us saying, hey, we got to get this guy on Fuego, this guy on Fuego. And I, and I love that you send him over. And I'm going to give you two. You could get, you get more, two. but when everyone's be, doing it, no one's doing be it. Be happy
1: you get two. I eliminated a whole series last week because there's too much hitting. Be happy it's, you it's got kinda two. It's
0: kind of like that. So Chris Bryant's last six games, I had to go back past right. this. Like, how, how hot is this hot stretch? Six games, he's hitting 500 with a .538 on base percentage, Jake. In those six games, he's got five home runs and 13 RBIs. And in this series, he had uh, back-to-back three-hit games with three homers against the Pittsburgh Pirates. And his teammate, Nicholas Castellanos, also still raking since the trade, like the Cubs' most best player. He's, uh, in the series, went 7-for-12 with five doubles okay, and one homer.
1: I've got a quick game I want to play. Castellano's been raking. Good for the trade deadline. Good for his contract. Good for the Cubs. Win, win, win. Jim, what do we... Because I, I honestly, I genuinely don't know, and maybe you know because I know you were looking at his stats this morning. What's Chris Bryant's stat line this year? Like, if you, had, if you had to guess. Unless you know. I don't know. I, I wouldn't even be
0: able to, like, really form a guess. That's what I'm, I'm like... OPS, 3.40 on base percentage, 2.79 batting average.
1: Okay, I like that. I think I'm going to go a little lower on the batting average. I'll go like 2.65, a, a 3.60 on base, and I liked your OPS. I'll go 8.60 with you. Let's see. Chris Bryant. He's having a really good year, Jim. We're underselling him. Wow. 288, a 386 on base, and a 925 OPS. Guy's an all-star. <laughs> good job, Chris. Uh, He's, damn. We, Jim, the numbers we said were basically his exact stats last year. So Chris Bryant, and he only had 13 homers last year in an abbreviated season. But good, good bounce back year for Chris Bryant.
0: Yeah. So I went to the A's. You mentioned the A's are bringing up these, these young guys, and the bats are going off. Yes. Sean Murphy. Rookie catcher for the A's. He's played nine games, I think, and so far. A Very small sample size. But in his last four games, he's got nine hits, Jake. Okay? So, to catch up, Sean Murphy, rookie catcher for the A's. He's played nine games. In his last four games, he has nine hits. One of those hits are? I'd like to. Four doubles and three home runs. He's just fucking rocketing the ball. Yeah. Six RBIs and eight runs in his last four games. That means he has combined to create 14 runs in four games. That's not bad. Jim, has,
1: his major league career up to this point, nine games, nine games. 26 at-bats, four homers, four doubles, eight RBIs, 423,
0: 464,
1: one dot, 503 OPS. That's, that's straight rake squad. Yeah,
0: I mean nine games, so take it as it will. But he's hot; he's definitely on fire right now. Counts, and then I went to Yon Mancada. Yon. Last eleven games, he's got twenty-three hits, a five-hundred on-base percentage. I like this one because I brought it back to eleven games, so this is a little strong, longer than uh, Infrago stretch. And we've been talking a lot about the White Sox, Jake. They got a lot of lineup guys doing good things. Yes, like they got a lot.
1: Anderson, so. Mancata. Jim Mancata's also in that uh, that end of season bucket with this hot streak. His batting average is now three hundred eight. His OPS just hit nine hundred flat. I mean that a lot of people were ready to write him off sit him, bench him. <laughs> he got it. <laughs>
0: F- fake an injury. Got it. Those are yeah. great season ending stats. They'll help you in uh, arbitration. A, a lot of people were kind of ready to. Right off that
1: Chris Sale trade, and I think it's going to look very differently in even twelve months. Yeah. Uh,
0: James Paxton, I put on here for the Yankees. Guy. He's nine and zero in his last nine starts with a two fifty ERA. Uh, he's changed up his picks mi- pitch mix, started throwing the curveball much more. Uh, I think he's got a little. He's a little more healthy. He was on a knee injury earlier, but he's been on fire. Uh, I mean nine nine starts in a row winning those starts that's uh wins don't matter for personal uh, stats, but as a Yankee fan, right now when Paxton starts, I feel like okay, it's gonna be a win. And yeah, that's why th- that's when they do matter and
1: that's that's not the Yankee well the Yankees are nine and0, but James Paxton is nine and oh
0: so win- wins are good when it's your guy doing it mm-hmm. and I wanted to find another pitcher. But it's the same guys all the time. So I was trying to find who's been hot lately that's different. And it's Anthony Descalafani. Descalafani, huh? Descalafani. Anthony. Tony. We talked about the Reds pitching a lot and who they have. And, you know, they got Castillo. They got Sonny Gray. They got Bauer. They got Anthony Descalfani.
1: Descalafani. He's on the Reds, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know why I doubted myself. Won well, his last six starts, Jake, he's got a two one three ERA with a one forty six batting average against and a two seventeen on base percentage against. Jimmy's a Jersey guy. Of course, I mean Descalfani.
1: Descalfani.
0: So of course, where in Jersey is he from? He
1: was born in Freehold and then he went to freaking Coltsnack.
0: Oh yeah, Coltsnack. I lived around there. Nice, nice nice, nice neighborhoods. Then he went to Florida. Go Gators. Oh, uh, what a traitor, dude you're not supposed to leave New Jersey for Florida until you're like at least 65 Descalfani right. what the fuck that is fair those are my infuegos I don't like putting too many guys on there so I got however many that was six how about that is, is Descalfani the the fifth in their rotation
1: next year I've Bauer any. Castilla Sonny I guess Descalfani we're throwing him in there who's the other guy are we missing one am
0: I missing one they had a Roark, but then they traded. They traded in. Roark. So
1: yeah, I was thinking Roark, M- Maley, Molly's been throwing a lot for them, but yeah, it's looking like they're gonna have, they're gonna have five going into next year, man. Well, you need
0: seven, but
1: you need like yeah, you need eight or so. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Next up, this Way one's a quick back. one. Up and...
1: <laughs> I don't even know. Goodbye, homerun. I mean, I mean.
0: Who did the Orioles get hot? I took care of this one, Jake, and it's not a fun. It's not as fun as it usually is because the Tigers had a lot of guys that had great series. Harold Castro and Kristen Stewart both had big series against the Orioles, but they've been hot. I like it when a guy goes into the Orioles pitching slumping and then they turn on uh, like harold castro's he was in like 270 and he had like 330 during the series right but good for them the orioles definitely didn't contain guys no but they were already hot going in so they're going to stay hot go Tigers. And then this next one man what in the hell are you doing you gotta be kidding me that is so bad that is absolutely brutal. Is like that is girl. unbelievable that is totally absurd who got mad?
1: I was thinking for Slump Watch, we got to do like, uh, he's out of here, or it's gone, or something like that when they get off Slump Watch. Maybe, yeah.
0: yeah. Just maybe. Just open on the open on the mics. Joe Madden got ejected, and to be honest with you guys, I did not look into why or what happened because Joe Madden exhausts me, and mm-hmm. even thinking about going to click on a Joe Madden argument, I'm just like, boom, I can't do that. Yeah uh Snitker got ejected and this was the biggest moment from the week really. Uh Charlie Colberson took a fastball to the face. Uh he was trying to bunt the pitch and then the debate is whether he offered at it or not. You and I both think he still offered at it, right? I think he offered at it. I I think I I told you this. I mean,
1: it's funny like watching the brain think and we <laughs> we watched that replay unfortunately too many times to get the the breakdown up there, but you see, uh, there's a certain point where the bat becomes a piece of defense yeah. for him, and so he's trying to protect himself. So, I mean, it, I, I mean, some people are getting into the definition of offering. Was he offering to try to hit that pitch? Not really. Was he offering to try to save it from hitting him in the face? Absolutely. I I do think there is a little bit of unwritten rules where, that rule is put in there if a guy's leaning into pitches or if he's swinging at a pitch yeah, and it hits not, him and he's being dumb. Yeah. I mean, it. What the end result does suck, it's but harsh. by the book, they got it right.
0: Yeah, I think it's harsh. Um, a lot of Braves fans were mad at me. It's like, ugh. But Snitker got ejected, and shame on you. You made him sound old, man. I don't think I did. <laughs> they also got mad because I mispronounced it to Snitaker which sounds cooler than Snitker.
1: Yeah, that's getting close to Brant Snedeker, the golfer. Maybe that's it's it. Kind of combine the two.
0: Uh, Eric Cosmer and Dale Threm.
1: They should both meet in the middle and just go Snitker.
0: Dale Svem got ejected. Didn't look at that. Eric Hosmer and Andy Green got ejected. That was like a check swing situation. Bryce Harper and Gabe Kapler got ejected. Bryce Harper gets rung up on a bad pitch. He goes into the dugout, looks at it. and goes fucking so far off the fucking plate. I got to do a breakdown on this. My favorite part is Gabe Clapper <laughs> runs out and goes, what are you running for? Are you running me too now? I was like, He's allowed to have an opinion. <laughs> Gabe Kaplan's too innocent for his body. dude. Yeah. Like he his, He looks like a. Dwe- he, is it
1: he, like a sad boy approach?
0: What is it? It's like a naive young kid. OK. Who doesn't realize that. Umps okay, I like deal. that. Like he, he's like so green. He's like, oh, I
1: can't believe you've done this. Why doesn't he get to say his
0: opinion? Yeah. It's, okay. All of his ejections, like, like have been that way. This right. Year. He didn't have any last year because he probably didn't even want to put up a fight. Now I think he's a three or four, and they're all like. That's so like not
1: Philly. Like he's been getting ejected, which the Philly people like, but that
0: approach is like anti-Philly. His face is too pretty for Philly. And his approach is too pretty for Philly. Like, he's he is a California boy, true and through. Like, should be the Angels manager. Oh. Yeah. He is the Angels. Yeah, he's Gabe basically.
1: Kapler, the Angels manager. Yeah, it okay. makes so
0: much more sense. They should trade. Ausmus to the Phillies? Yeah,
1: Ausmus is such more of a Philly guy. He grew up in the Northeast. He's kind of, like, tough. Yeah. Can we start those trade rumors?
0: Yeah. Osmus for Kapler? It needs that. Kapler's Ke- is the worst fit. I like. I don't dislike Kapler. It's just not a fit, man. Yeah. And he comes off kind of dumb sometimes. <laughs> Matt jo- Matt Joyce got ejected. Don't care. Good job, Matt. And that's it. That's it. Now we're moving on.
1: Hey kid, here's the deal. You heard Yelich got hurt.
0: We need someone to take bigger bats for us you rap. You're getting the call. Someone in the chat said, Joe Madden exhausts you, but Bryce Harper doesn't. Yes, Bryce Harper's an entertainer who plays the heel. Right. Nothing Joe Madden does is entertaining. It's just fucking drones on and is terrible. He's a good baseball manager. Right. People always don't think you can have those two opinions. Right. And sometimes his exhaustive arguments work for his team and is better, so it's a good approach. But I cannot watch Joe Madden. it's so exhausting we've
1: also seen it for a while i mean joe madden wasn't in the spotlight until like the end of his rays days and then he wasn't really in the spotlight until chicago yeah but we'd seen it for not a decade but close to before that jim call up watch we only had two guys get the call because we're actually at the point of the season where if you're not called up (laughs) that's it yeah um we had james karkin there's a fun name Called up for Cleveland, Jim. You'll like this. In his debut, he goes 1.1 innings pitch, 3Ks. He's a New York kid, Bryant College roadie. Shout out. He got Kepler and Polanco with strikeouts. Those are decent ones. And Jim, his catcher actually threw him a bone. He struck out a guy while pitch, so he gets the guy got to first. So he gets the next guy out. So he gets a bonus strikeout, basically. Not bad. Smart move by the catcher. That's catcher 101. Um, Good job by James Karkincheck. And then Jim. This is fun. Trace Berea. His name is supposedly pronounced Tress, but it's spelled Trace. And everyone on the team is going to call you Trace.
0: I think they're just going to call him Trey.
1: I think you got to go Trace. And Trey they, Bay. They gave him number 73. I think that was for a reason to get the three in there. I think there's a tracing. Trace Barea, Uh he only came in to pinch hit, did not get a hit. Jim, he's a minor league catcher. He's a University of Texas guy. I don't think he's a big prospect, but Jim, this is a classic case of play catcher. Nats needed another catcher for the next few
0: weeks. Tres Berea was available. You're a major league player now. He might, he could make the wild cards. A lot of some wild card teams bring, bring a three, third catcher because why not? Yeah, so cool, good for you, Trey Bay. Play catcher, kids. Now we got a awards. awards. I have an award for you, but you get to go first, right? Thank you. Uh, yes, I do, Jim. Thank
1: you. Uh, and Jim, I'm giving out the vaunted.
0: Your Whoever. Mu- Whoever watches this on YouTube, right? Someone did all the bullet points for me. Yeah, I want a gym counter. Gym. Yeah. Okay. How many I'd, times I say it? I'd put it at a hundred right now.
1: Oh, it's not even close to that, but it's a lot. I like saying it. I think it 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 drives home the hope, gets your eyes looking at me, and I love looking at those eyes. Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am giving out the prestigious your mother's third cousin removed award.
0: Your mother's third cousin removed. Okay. Your mother's third cousin removed.
1: We all know this. And it's, if you are this person, it's not a shot fire, but you just have to understand. You go to certain family events, and you've got the distance relatives. Yeah. And they just give you the same. It's it's literally one of those things that happens in a movie, and you're like, damn, that is real life. Like, I, the last time I saw you, you were this big. And you're just like, yeah, now I'm 22. Yeah, I grew up. What's this conversation going? Um, And Jim, let's be honest, you don't want to see that person. (laughs) In the nicest way. Like, if if that's all you're giving to me, convo-wise, I
0: don't want to see you. Okay. Who's getting this award?
1: Jim, the Minnesota Twins are getting that. Because they don't drive fear into you.
0: But in the playoffs you just don't want to see them. Oh, I still think they're the they're the that you ranked them as your you want to see them. I that's why I'm changing, Jim. Oh. Just
1: because they make you uncomfortable, Jimmy, they are going to have five guys with 30 plus homers. They're going to have eight guys with 20 plus homers. And yeah, Juice Ball Minnesota, Jim. They have a better record on the road than at home. And if they're playing playoff games, there's a good chance that they're going to, if they have to beat someone, they got to do it on the road. We know that, um, Jim. You're gonna love. Let me let me get the number, dude. It,
0: it's definitely 100. You just dropped six.
1: I know, but it's not 100. Um, where is it? Oh, I'm looking at the wrong page now. You're all you're swimming in my head. Their record on the road, 50 and 25. That's impressive. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's impressive. And are the best in baseball? I was looking at uh, – let me check. It might be – I think it is. Let's see the National League. Yeah, it's the best record in baseball. On the road. So, with all those power hats – power hats? <laughs> imagine. It's cool
0: that they get to play four teams that aren't trying to win. It is. Three. Three. Cleveland wasn't trying to win for a little bit. <laughs> they, were, they wanted to. They weren't doing a good job. They are like, we'd love to tank. We'd love uh, to tank. And the players were like, we're good, though. And you're
1: absolutely right. It spins into a beat who you can. And their record against teams who are 500 and above still isn't um, too dynamic. I'm, I'm jumping around between pages and pages. Against teams that are 500, they're 32 and 37. So you still have some. S- they're not scary, but you don't want to see them.
0: Against teams that are 500, they're what? 32 and 37. They have a losing record? Yeah.
1: Either? I mean so so does Tampa, so does the Indians. Prove,
0: prove me wrong, the Twins. Prove me wrong. I'm just saying prove th- me please prove me wrong. I've never thought less of a of a division leading team. Whoo! Shot's fired by Jam. I I mean uh, if they like make it to the world series right i'm ready to place a bet that's not terrible just so i'm not scared of the backlash of having these strong opinions okay nothing they've done really stands out at me as like everything like whatever uh, prove me wrong the twins let's come up together if they make it to the world series i'll do something and the closing
1: on their uncomfortability jim Bruce Star Gratterall, watched his highlights. He does hit triple digits, ball moves, and they've got Sergio Romo in the pen, who's a guy that he doesn't scare you, but he just makes you uncomfortable because he's doing his bullshit on the
0: mound. Bring me Sergio Romo okay. in, a, in a tight spot. All right. That little fidgety dude, he reminds me of like the kid in high school who definitely had weed in his pockets and was right. trying so hard to not be the guy who has weed in yes. his pocket like walking around like trying to be cool but fidgety as fuck and you're like yo dude you're being very obvious and right he now.
1: might have weed on him on the mound he went to three different colleges i was on his page before three different colleges and he's been on like five different teams the past five years so i think he might have weed on his person i think that's part of his personality yeah okay
0: all right cool good award jake what's your award Jim? the not now award okay mike fires Shaves his facial hair into the little spiral around his mouth. Yeah. Mike Fires, you haven't made it out of the first inning two games in a row. Yeah. (laughs) You can't have uh, fungus on your shower shoes until you make it in the bigs. Like, dude, not now, man. Is it a distraction? You get to do fun stuff when you're good. I mean, you're getting knocked around the park.
1: Oh, Jim, they went fake injury on him. Oh, they did? Yeah, they said he left last. So think about this. Th-
0: Holy shit. So he does the beard shaving, yeah. and then and then he ends his day by going fake injury because he's doing so poorly? I think so. That's embarrassing. Not now. I would love the beard. Under right. different circumstances, I'd love that beard. But you can't go one inning pitch, nine earned runs, five home runs, and then show up the next day with that beard. You can't do it.
1: And then, yeah, Jim, he left. So think about this. Think about the injury stuff we've been talking about and how careful we are with pitchers. He left that star f- start with nerve irritation in his right arm. Sounds scary. Slash made up. But he's going to make his next start. Yeah. So that's a fake injury. We love the beard. I should He should have probably been on Enfuego. Sean Mania has been doing really good. Left him out. Someone tweeted that at me. F- fires, dude. That has to be a big worry in Oakland country.
0: Just, just you know, clean up. Clean up the beard. Be better. All right, let's go to elevator talk. I got the wheel. Love the wheel. Get to see the wheel. This is exciting. Here we go. Braves, skipping them. Uh! Astros? Astros. I feel like we've done the Astros. No, they got a lot... They got a lot going on these days.
1: Okay. I'll talk Astros. Um Garrett Cole. A thousand consecutive starts with double digit strikeouts. <laughs>
0: Verlander's still going off. Justin Verlander. But is Granke still not doing great? I think he had
1: one good one. I forget if it was his last start or his second to last start. Um I mean he still Zach ranky. You just you you're gonna respect it until you see no.
0: Yeah, but it's is, how many times... So the Royals were the AL. He's been in the NL for a while, right? A little bit, yeah. Dodgers, Diamondbacks. And then Wade Miley, did he get blown?
1: Oh, my God. Wade
0: Miley's been getting destroyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's... I mean, so, I mean, you can't be like, Granky's not good, but are they... How What's Granky been up to? Since the trade... Ah, Granky's he's good. He's he, good. He's good. He had two starts in a row, five earned runs and four earned runs. So you're not worried about that at all. Yeah. Who's their most recent lineup? That's what I. That's what I'm interested in with the Astros that I want to talk about. Like- so
1: Jordan Alvarez is straight up the truth, Jim. He's got 25 home runs in 77 games. That's insane. Alex Bregman. He's sneaking up on 40 homers. He's got a .dot nine 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 OPS. So he's trying to get over that hurdle. George Springer's having another great year. UConn, what up? New Britain, that's where he we went to college. He's sneaking up on 40 homers. And Altuve's gotten it going. I, I think that's been big for them. Brantley's having a monster year as well. Um And Gurriel turned it on, remember? <laughs> Gurriel was the first in Fuego that we were like, fuck.
0: Yeah. So they did a complete rest day yesterday. But their lineup has been and looks like it will be Springer leading off, Altuve batting second, Brantley third, Bregman fourth, Yordan Alvarez fifth, Diaz sixth. Should I be worried about him? Because I'm not. I don't think so. And man. then it's like a combo of um, Reddick, Toro.
1: Guriel would normally be there instead of Diaz.
0: They they go six deep. So where's Guriel been? Well.
1: Is he hurt? He played the last three. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Man, so Reddick's my
0: best friend.
1: They go six deep with anyone. I mean, they go Springer, Altuve, Bregman, Alvarez. Uh, did I say Brantley? Gurriel, you moved the screen on me, which I was kind of using. I guess Correa's on the I.L. Is he going to come back? What's his deal? That's got to be a huge talking point. Mm, I didn't think he was, but... Uh, Correa sidelined due to lower back stiffness uncertain if he will return to action Tuesday against the Rangers. So they're try they think they're going to get him back. So that yeah. would make
0: them seven deep. <laughs> they're good, man. Yeah. Really good. And they have a they don't have the easiest Yankee technically according to whatever algorithm the nerds use. The Yankees have the easiest schedule remaining, but this is Texas, Angels, Seattle, Angels. And the Angels are troutless. Tr- don't even have a trout. Don't even have a trout, so they're good, man. If you're an Astros fan, are you, What are you nervous about? That's that's kind of my question, because um, right now, it seems like they should be nervous about nothing, which is then they should be nervous about how there's no glaring nervous reasons. I,
1: I think what they're nervous about is a couple things you're not a big fan of. I think they have the best home field record this year, so I think. If you're a Houston fan, you want that and you have every team wants that, but you have slightly more reason than the others because your team is the best at home.
0: Astros fans, tweet at me what you're nervous about. And rational Astros fans who have confidence. Right. For- I, I I think the only other
1: thing you'd be nervous about, and again, I, I think this is where home field and all ties in. The AL has felt like it's been leading up Astros and Yankees all year, and the Astros won the first big matchup between them in 2017 in the ALCS. So I think there's a slight redemption factor for the Yankees.
0: Yeah. But if you're the Astros fans, you're like, oh, we'll we'll just beat you. Right. They should be very confident. I think so. And that ends this episode of Talking Baseball. Thank you guys very much for joining us and hanging out with us. We got... Got a lot of good stuff in. Go the baseball Go the teams, everyone. Have a good week. Rate, subscribe, review. Jake sucks.